Jumping Jack Flanagan. He's a Anagan. I don't know. Anagan. I mean, there's somebody out there named Jack Flanagan. We're oh not talking God. about you. This is this is just fictional. Oh, right. We're we're saying it fictionally. Yeah, Any, fictionally. What do they say? Any occurrences, actual people, or just what? Something anyway. coincidental. Yeah, purely coincidental. I, I didn't even say it right. You know. But here we are doing a thing here. with idioms, idioms and, and crazy word phrases, solutions, crazy word-based synergy. Yeah, yeah, that's how you say stuff. Yep, and you don't even know what 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 you know why? Why synergy? And that's a good one, I guess, isn't it? I mean, it's a it's a much hated sure. term these days, but I still think it's got a place you know don't it's, be a, it's it. a fine term it's just like any other overused phrase we get sick of them yeah you shouldn't overuse it every not everything is synergistic folks yeah synergy is only you know the sum is greater than the two parts right you, know? you get the sign and the energy and you smack them together synergy <laughs> that's my guess uh, it's a decent guess so uh we're off off to this new world where um, bells, yeah, and carts. There's no there's no here. no. We just uh, we're just tossing words out. Yeah. Will will we know we? That's I hear willy nilly all the time, all the time. Yeah. Everywhere. But anyway. Yeah. Have you what? Uh, well, that what we just did right there and told everybody all that stuff. That was all uh, clear as a bell. Was it? Yeah. They all. Everyone understood that uh, just perfectly. Uh, Something easily discerned and understood by everybody is what just happened. So we made we made everything clear as a bell, clear as a bell, clear as a bell. Clear That's yours as a bell. That's yeah, what you're telling me. Um, which refers to the fact uh, that bells are loud and have no overtones. Are they? Transparent, <laughs> and they're transparent. They are. They when we first started making bells, they were all crystal. Uh, so we have crystal bells that have zero overtones, uh, and giving them a very clear sound. <laughs> this is not true. <laughs> Versus <laughs> dull sound. <laughs> no, uh, but people said this. People said <laughs> bells don't have overtones or harmonics, whichever one you want to talk about. Uh, and that's not true, everybody. Yeah, it can't be. Every, except the sine wave, everything <laughs> has overtones or harmonics. Uh, bells, just like most sounds, create harmonics. Yeah. And I'm going to give a dive in just because it angered me so much to no, see that. <laughs> I was like, what are you saying? That's not true. Huh. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, whatever you want to call them, harmonics, overtones, whatever. You know, we've got that is to say, other notes mixed in with the with the desired note. Exactly, sympathetic frequencies. How's that? Mm, all kind of stuff. Yeah. So we, you know, we've got we've got our our fundamental frequency. We'll call it, which is what we. I'm using quotes. I know no one can see me. Air quotes that we name the tone. And again, tone. It's it's a vibration of air molecules, everybody. <laughs> this doesn't nothing nothing exists. <laughs> um, but so we're gonna say we're just this is us, our human mind and hubris and understanding that C three, uh all in an octave you have 
you know, 12 notes. And when you jump octaves, you add a number to the back of the notes. So C3, C4, C5. I'm just saying so everybody P-O. knows. What's that? C3, P-O. C3, P-O, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to start with the fundamental frequency of C3, all right? P-O. C3PO, exactly. Uh, and this C3 has a frequency of 130 hertz, which means that it peaks and valleys 130 times in a, in a millisecond. Is kind of how we break it down. Right. The frequency, the wave, wave tables, the period, and the whatever the heck the top of the wave is called. Top of the wave. <laughs> I didn't write that Top down. of the wave to you. Um, so the overtone series or harmonic series or whatever you want to call it just multiplies, in this case, C3 is 130 hertz-ish. It's not exact. You just multiply you know, that by one, multiply that by two, multiply that by three, multiply that by four, multiply that by five, six, seven, eight, and so forth. And they all layer in to this rich, I mean, vibration, right? And they, they all reinforce... The 130 hertz, the C3. So the C3 is what we're what's ringing out. And we're hearing so clearly and so strongly, but it's full of other notes. You know, the second harmonic is an octave, and then the third harmonic is like an octave and a fifth, and then the fourth harmonic is a, is two octaves essentially off the bass. You just keep multiplying it. You get you know you get another fifth. You get a perfect fifth. You get a third. Then you get a flat seven. I mean, it just you know we keep going there, and it's a rich conglomeration of sounds in every sound that we hear our voices buzz horns whatever all have that to them they're not just a single s- pitch they they have many vibrating sympathetic frequencies yeah just cuz that's how it works you're 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 literally vibrating air molecules on the way to someone's brain <laughs> is how sound works <laughs> and like we talked about it's not in a a, a slinky up and down wave it's in a slinky, hold my slinky tight and push from one side to the other side wave. You know, if it pushes through the air. It doesn't go up and down in the air like an ocean wave. Anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. The, no. The slinky thing, I'm like, well, it's going to fall because gravity. Well, you but, hold, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you're just you're, imagining you're, that it couldn't fall. Right, you're, it's suspended in the, uh, in, the, in the air. Yeah, it's like those, <clears throat> those weird tubes on Donnie Darko, but that's, that's, a, yeah. that's a weird, um, yeah. It, that's just, I read this and I'm like, guys, this is not this is not the case. Like, if you had a, it wouldn't sound like a bell. It would sound like a sine wave. If you have only one pitch, only one frequency going, that's all that is. Yeah. But anyway, that that's took some me. of the stuff that makes it an a, a pleasant, rounder, more interesting sound exactly. are the overtones. Uh, that's what gives every single sound its flavor, its its vibe, its tension, its whatever emotion i mean honestly it really is like you add in more tensions to chords to make them feel weighty to give them more richness and more you know more weight well, i said weight already harmony anyway yeah there's things that will get me going that got me going <laughs> i will always remember certain things about acoustic class because my acoustics teacher was great and he was adamant and passionate <laughs> about his teaching of this stuff he would get up in front of the class and slam a desk on the floor and say, a kilohertz is a millisecond, is a foot-long hot dog, is B5, and that's something that's in my brain forever. A kilohertz as a millisecond is a foot-long hot dog, is B5. B5 has a wavelength of 13 and a half inches. It takes one millisecond, and it's about a, uh, one kilohertz. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. And my favorite is the doubling of power is 3 dB, 
and 10 times the power is 10 dB, and that's just our logarithmic scale. Logarithmic. Works. Yeah, right. Favorite quote about science and music is from Pythagoras, who's a mathematician. It says, there's geometry in the humming of the strings. There is music in the spacing of the spheres. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. This universe is vast and has many, many riches to teach us. But I digest. This has nothing to do with that. No. Uh, besides well, it's my, got something to do with Well, it, it does. My, my random rant against the lying internet uh, up front. <laughs> As we learned in, the, in many episodes, the internet is lies and all lies <laughs> propagated by more lies. Uh, and then they got to hunt for the truth. Dang it. 1839, uh, one of my favorite authors, Charles Dickens, uh, and Oliver Twist, a real fresh, genuine port wine, clear as a bell, and no sediment. Okay, sweet. 1838, that was. We can go back to um, a few hundred years earlier. I'm going to say 1600s, 1670s, late 1600s. Um, we get a lot of sort of pure as the sound of a bell, and we get um, kind of... Uh, sound as a bell, as in sound meaning strong. You know what I mean? Like this is a very sound blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> very strong, a very reasonable, a very, you know, real type of argument, say a sound argument. 1600s, uh, Billy Shakespeare did not coin this term, but in the 1600s, in Much Ado About Nothing, he hath a heart as sound as a bell, and his tongue is the clapper. For what his heart thinks, his tongue speaks. Again, not coined by a friend of the pod. Uh, coined sort of around his, his time. 1500s, really, right around there. Um, but one of the earlier definitions of the word, just clear in itself, comes from 1200s, expressing the vividness or intensity of light. Brightly shining, bright, brilliant. Right? And it's like, okay, I feel like, you know, an intense, a bell is very you know, bright, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's it, intense. It has a vividness to it, right? Um, I, I could accept all those. It's a clear sound. It's very punchy. It's very, like I said, bright, brilliant. I think really kind of what it boils down to with this one is, uh, you know, what's what's something that we, we've had along forever that's kind of guided our civilization for better or for worse through this whole time as we've been people doing things, uh, not, you know, when we settled down and started being less nomadic and more agrarian. Uh, we've had kind of uh, places of worship, places of gathering, places of whatever, fellowship, if you will. Uh, and on those churches or town halls or, or whatever, they would have bells About. on them, right? Yeah, you ring, you, you ring it for the uh, events or the uh, mass. For, right, exactly, for an event, for a warning, for whatever. And, and they had to be such that the bell would have to be heard you know, for you know, seemingly miles, if you're in kind of a rural, in the bush, if you were, going back to our, uh, our pre previous episode, yeah, um, where the town's not gathered in one singular close area, you know, they're spread amongst whatever, and you want to make sure that everyone around this area knows, hey, there's something, something to be warned of, something positive's happening, something to gather about. Um, we would ring, ring this, this bell, this bells. Um, and honestly, still today, you can hear, I mean, I can hear church bells on Sundays and whatever days. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, loud and ripping through my, my neighborhood. So I, I really, no one says, no one draws these conclusions. No one says it's blah, blah, blah. The one, some people say that they have no overtones, which made me angry. But I think it's more of a, it's clear as a bell. It's, we can hear it for miles. We can see, we know what's happening. We're, we're very aware of, uh, of something going on. Because of the giant bell we have installed in the center of town, the giant bell with overtones. With overtones. <laughs> Strange overtones. Uh, it's a great song as well. If you don't know that, everybody, David Byrne, Brian Eno. Eno, 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 right? Who did, uh, who did You Can Ring My Bell, Ring My Bell? Uh, I want to say Donna Summer, but that's not right. Hmm. Anita see- Ward. Yeah, it didn't. Dang it. Ah. Anita Ward. She can ring our bells. Apparently. Yeah. Well, or no. we can ring her bells. Yeah, that's what she's saying. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, they're they they are bells are bright, shiny, brilliant, full of overtones, and you can hear them through the the crisp uh, whatever. Uh, you know, you could also add in perhaps these these times where we're cold and that sound travels farther in the cold because the hot air pushes the wave down. I'm trying to remember that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It traps the wave below the hot because it actually moves faster through warm air. But yeah, okay, I'm just yeah, I'm remembering. So the clear is the wine that's clear as a bell. Yeah, that was uh, Charles Dickens in 1800s. I mean, this wine. I mean, what is, what is, you want your wine to have overtones in the metaphorical way, right? What, was it transparent? Real, fresh, genuine port wine. I don't know. Right, what it's is not it? transparent. It's no, port. it's it's a port. It's an Oliver Twist. I I don't care for Charles Dickens. I know. Oh, you I've, were being sarcastic. I was being sarcastic. Uh, yeah. I again, it's me. It's no. not him. I don't have an attention span to read four pages about how how green the grass was. You know, you could just tell me. Yeah, it was green. The grass was green. <laughs> Man, I never saw grass greener. And I can move on. Moving with the story. on. Yeah. Into the house. But I'm not saying he's not gifted. I no. Just, I, that's just not for me. All right. Yeah. So, I hope these messages are clear as a bell. Allswell believes in the power of a good night's sleep for all. Their products feature innovative technology and unbelievable comfort and support without deflating your wallet. Combining the best of both worlds, the Allswell features hybrid mattress technology with memory foam and individually wrapped coils. For a winning blend of comfort and support, follow the link in the show notes for financing as low as 0%, a 100-night risk-free trial, free shipping and returns, and a 10-year limited warranty. Designed to make good sleep accessible to all. Real luxury, unreal prices. Allswellhome.com. Whole Nine Yards is sponsored by Big Science Music. Big Science Music is a can and one show award winning original music and sound boutique, providing scoring, sound design, radio, podcast, and audio post production services for the advertising, film, and video industries. Big Science Music also offers ADR, casting, and project management. Big Science Music's reels, full capabilities, and more can be found at BigScienceMusic.com. That's BigScienceMusic.com. Man, that was something. Yeah. Yeah. They they were clear as a bell. Right back at it. And, um, yeah, like we say, uh, we have no relative uh, umbrella here. So these are... uh, you know, a random collective, yeah, you know, of uh, idioms. 
Mine is upset the apple cart, and I don't say this. I don't talk like that, do you? Like, I don't say this. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I guess, I guess people still do something. Say it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I've... I hear this one more than some of the ones we've done, for sure. Well, more than hog squaggle. Horn squaggle. Horn squaggle. I was like, come on. I don't, Are we, did we go back to the Wild West? <laughs> I don't think I've personally said... Horn swoggle? Uh, no, that... Well, upset I the apple have. cart? I don't know if I've said... Hey, uh, don't upset the apple cart. Yeah, yeah. Pal. So, upset the apple cart. You know, Ray... Yeah. If I were to say to you, what's that mean to you? I would say you've, uh, to use other idioms to make it more confusing, you've, you've got quite the fly in the ointment. You've, uh, we didn't do that one, did we? <laughs> we should do that. Well, you've, you've made it harder than it needs to be? Or you've done something to throw off the status quo? Huh, that's what that feels like, huh? I mean, I'm saying, I'm picturing when you say that, I'm like, okay, I'm walking down the street. I got my little apple cart. Someone comes along and just like flips it over. Yeah. They've upset my apple carts. So yeah. They've, they've, they've ruined my plans. To, yes. There. To, oh, okay. I got it. Nice. <laughs> the visualizations help. <laughs> yeah. I can visualize that. It sure did. Keep so, going. Keep going. You're almost there. I'm almost there. So, Yeah. That's what you got. Um, your apple cart has been upset. Now, this this had a funny revelation in uh, for me, but we'll get there. Okay. So, um, yeah, she'll have you know that she stayed in her last job for 10 years. And she's typically not the kind of person who wants to upset the apple cart. Okay. Forbes magazine. Oh. <laughs> I felt like Will Lyman at the end there. Yeah. Forbes magazine. <laughs> so um, this person from theidioms.com had a, a fun little speculation. I don't know, fun. Hmm. Um, maybe, it, it, maybe it's this that they've said. All right. Maybe the apple picker collects his apples in a cart on wheels. Okay. Then someone comes along and tips the cart over, and they fall out. Yeah. See, the picker now has to start collecting his apples all over again. Oh. Because someone has upset, upset the apple cart. his apple cart. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. So they were thinking. So there's a list here of some other sayings <laughs> that people seem to have thought correlate Oh, okay. And I'm only going to read you one of them because it's a whole list of why. Do, why this is? I, I don't know what the exercise was, but this one made me laugh. Don't try to teach your grandma to suck eggs. <laughs> what? That's a real thing that people said. It's, this is what they say. It, it's it's on a list with "Don't look a gift horse in the mouth," which that, we've covered. Well, I, and my, uh, my whole life, I thought that was made up. Don't change horses midstream. Sure, the suck eggs thing. Wow, that's from Ren and Stimpy. I mean, my in my life. All right, anyway. Yeah. I thought that was fake. That's hilarious. I mean, I might have to put it on the list. Yeah. So, uh, Don't Upset the Apple Cart first recorded in print that we have history of New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to just do it for you. Nice. 1788. 
Adams had almost overset the apple cart by intruding an amendment of his own fabrication on the morning of the day of the ratification. Okay. Jeez Louise. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Not John Adams, eh? Yeah, 1788. Certainly wasn't John Q. No. <laughs> but here's, here's where it gets a little funny, but just a little. It's not going to go all hoodoo on you. <laughs> but have you heard this phrase, the breadbasket? The commander said, don't worry, I don't have the authority to kill you today. Which was positive, for that day anyway. In 1993, Chris Moon was captured by the Khmer Rouge while clearing landmines in Cambodia. With survival probability low, Chris was brought in front of the boss. He was just given a local nickname, Mr. Clever. Hi, I'm Steve Windus, host of the Batting the Breeze podcast. I'd love you to check out how Chris survived, along with some other great human stories at battingthebreeze.com. Hopefully see you there. Like getting hit in the breadbasket? Oh, you have. I have. That's uh, That comes to me via uh, hockey. Is that true? I think that's where I first heard it, but I'm oftentimes astonished by what I forget. <laughs> <laughs> but you said it right away. Breadbasket, yeah. Belly. Yeah, mm-hmm. right in the breadbasket. I'll be a monkey's uncle. Yeah. So when I hear that, it usually is talking about like Nebraska. In terms of the United States, mm-hmm, it's the mm-hmm. breadbasket of mm-hmm. the country. Whatever, you know what I mean? I know what you're saying, yeah. Yes. I've never heard it as a body part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess therein, since the early 1700s, it was used as such. Yeah. Go home. 1700s? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot older than I expected. So I had to get to that. Well, you might begin to guess. Let's just see. All right. 1837, the Whigs, gentlemen, cannot object to the soundness of our old authorities and law because, you know, they themselves are very fond of referring to the same source when it suits their purposes. (laughs) And to deny those authorities, therefore, would be at once to upset their own apple cart. (laughs) So they they have to do that. But that is a use there again that suggests their own plans, Mm -hmm. upset their plans. Right, and that's going to screw their own plans. This is exactly correct. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there are a gazillion such as of those. (laughs) (laughs) And so forth. And so forth. But while little documented, there are a few examples of apple card in print that have it being used, well, let's say in a way that suggests that people used it like your body like mm. your whole body. Like, okay, my body is an apple cart. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the first draft of that one song. Yeah, John Mayer. Yeah, it didn't, uh, didn't quite take off. His producer was like, hey, uh, great, 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 great. I like the melody, okay? <laughs> that apple cart part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that. <laughs> nice. So, uh, 1832... The Huron Reflector, which I really like because the Huron is a lake, you know? Yeah. And then their newspaper was the Reflector. Sweet. I know. That's not a common one, I don't think. No, but it should be because it reflects. Right, it's the reflecting of the town or whatever. You don't even need a lake to have this name. Yeah. 
If a child falls down, you first inquire if he is much hurt. If he is merely a little frightened, you say, Well, never mind then. You've only upset your apple cart and spilt all your gooseberries. <laughs> <laughs> you split those gooseberries, you get in trouble. Uh, like, oh, this is that guy a little different. Okay. The okay. child perhaps laughs at the very venerable joke, and all is well again. <laughs> this he just moves on. Yeah, these ah. people had the life, didn't they? Yeah, right. Man. But uh, <laughs> so they, they, you know, there are a number of lexicographers. I haven't pulled that one out. No, in a while. but it flows so smoothly. Well, now, sure. You were I doing Royal that. Rooters like a champ, too. Royal Rooters. Nah, you had it. You were doing it great. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, um, the, you know, they, they want to go back to, uh, see, I can't do this one, Plautus, P-L-A-U-T-U-S. This is a 200 uh, B.C. comic playwright. Yeah, Plautus, Plautus, maybe. I don't know. Oh, I like Plautus. There's a line in there which uh, apparently can be loosely translated and, and has been loosely translated as, I'm done for. I've upset my wagon. So everyone uh, has grabbed onto that and said this idiom, upset the apple cart, is as old as that and starts there. But there's no evidence of that. Plautus may or may not have been referring to something in a figurative sense of a plan or his body, you know, and even if he was, there's nothing in between, you know, the 1700s and 200 BC. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a uh, heck of a gap. Yeah, and, and there are, you know, a few other odd examples. For one thing, out there in our book of Dictionary of the Vulgar Tongue, oh, yes. uh, yeah, you know, that damn book's got stuff in it. Yeah. Down with his apple cart. Knocked him down, down with his apple cart. But clearer than that, meaning knocked him down, knocked down his his body. Yeah. Hmm. I guess that's a vulgar business of it, you know. Um, and then another uh, piece that I felt like, wow, I don't know what I just read there, <laughs> uh, out of Australia where they have the, the, the bush, 1750, he slapped her face. She sees the broomstick, and he capsized her apple cart. <laughs> I'm like, the what now? <laughs> the who? And broke two panels on the door. So uh, was this a fight? What Was the apple cart a body, or was the apple cart an apple cart? Right. And this is unclear. I'm going to have to read that book. I already got three books I'm working on. So that one's a little vague, but the one before that, it just, yeah, 1788, vulgar tongue has has apple cart as body. So somewhere it it made a figurative change around. Um, I, I guess it would seem in the late 1700s, people were already using it to mean plans, upset my plans, mm -hmm. and that whole body business was an original impetus and I guess apparently breadbasket but I didn't I didn't get that memo yeah I don't, I've never heard apple cart mean like your person before. yeah you know it's an old clunky one that was that was rightly done away with <laughs> <laughs> what part of me is the apple and what part of me is the cart yeah I don't really want to think of it like that but I guess you know <laughs> you could get bruised you know, you sure. could have one bad apple. <laughs> right. Yeah, we could work this one. Yeah, all right. I guess we can beat it into that thing. 
Yeah. So that's what I got. Apple cart. Apple carte. Yeah. All right. One bad apple. Don't spoil the whole bunch. Right. Nor will it upset the cart. No. So uh, send us in your thoughts about the bushes and the apple carts. Yeah. Whatever you got. Twitter. Reddit. Instagram. Whole nine yards pod. Nine's a number. Yes. We really do. We get those, you know, people on the Instagram even. We don't have a ton of followers on the Instagram, which is weird. So if you have the Instagram out there in our listenership world. Sure. You know, follow us there. Uh, you could at least talk to us through that yeah. channel too, you know. Yeah, go away. Facebook. As whole nine yards podcast. Nine is a number. Yes. And uh, and that'll be a great thing hearing from you. Yeah, don't you find? I do, and uh, you know if if you do like us, little review is nice. Uh, sharing us with your friends and family and people you care about also also lovely. Yeah, take out an ad in your local paper. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll send you our branding guidelines and uh, yeah, post on Craigslist. <laughs> May might not have Craigslist. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, thanks a lot. And yeah. everything's great. 